Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to KDJ Podcast, the up-and-coming podcast of the Poconos. Thanks for joining us again. And today we're going to talk about our career paths, lack of a career path, how we ended up working where we work today, first past jobs, jobs, past jobs, ones that we hated the most, liked the most, all that kind of fun stuff. So we'll get into those stories today. I started working when I was really young. Me too. Same. Like, I, like, I think my first, like... What I would consider like working was maybe like eleven year old for my neighbor. I was painting his boat. So was that getting like under the table money though? Like not like yeah. How old were you when you got like your first my first paycheck. actual paycheck? Uh, I was fourteen. Yeah, same. Because you have, I think legally at that time, I don't know if it's, it's supposed to be now. fifteen, but is it really? Yeah. I thought it was sixteen. No, 15. back then it was fourteen. I was at Alpine oh, Mountain. Was it? Yeah, because I started count back at. Uh... 14 and then i think when we got older you had to be 15 yeah but i count those i count those money making things when you're younger as work too because well yeah i'll tell you what when you're hanging out in the hull of a sailboat painting with whatever that gnarly paint is that they use on boats because it is not regular paint and you pop up out of there into the fresh air and everything's kind of like hey what's going on i'm painting a boat feeling feeling all right about this right now yeah it's, it teaches you. I'm sure confined, it does. Confined spaces, <laughs> airy, airing out, work in a well-ventilated area when you're just a child. But somebody throws you in a boat and is like, here, paint in this little tiny small space with this toxic paint. 11 years old, getting your first paint high. Yeah. Nobody, nobody cared yeah. back then. They didn't care. The no. guy who hired me was my neighbor. He was a, a surgeon. Uh, his name was Frank. He ended up uh, dying, I think, on that boat. But because um, of the paint, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> it wasn't just didn't want to be an ass. It, it wasn't the paint job that I'll did it. But no, I, I guess he had a problem with drinking or something. Could have mm. been murder. Who knows? But uh, he paid me really good. He paid me like sixty bucks a day. Damn, an eleven-year-old. Yeah. That's pretty dope Dude. at eleven. Yeah. 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 All yeah. the video games you could buy then. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't even <laughs> it was a whole console. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I wasn't even into it like that though. I spent most of the money on fishing stuff and my bike. Okay. Like my bicycle. The Huffy. Uh, no, I had a, no. a mag, Magma. I think I had one at one time, too. Yeah. BMX. I always had BMX bikes. I did for the longest time. Yeah. And then we were riding in the woods all the time, and my friends always had mountain bikes, and I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> so yep. then I went and got a mountain bike. But yeah, that was my first like real paying thing, like where I worked for actual money. And then my first job was Alpine Mountain, working the snow tipping hill. Coolest job ever everybody there was chill nobody cared about anything i feel it's any mountain i mean justin would probably (laughs) vouch for that one back in the day yes yeah it was the atmosphere is just rad well because nobody cares no it's seasonal everybody's like i know this job ain't lasting forever anyway so like there's that casualness that you get to have a good time yeah yeah what about what was like where'd you guys start out oh my first job was that working on a farm uh, what were you lo- doing? Local Heckman Orchards. Uh, literally picking everything that they had on the farm. All kinds of stuff. Started, uh, I would only do it over the summer. So uh, it was only like three months. Basically while I wasn't in school. Yeah. Uh, it always started at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the summer of uh, picking strawberries. And then it, you know, whatever else came up. Apples. How was the work oh. itself? Was it like grueling or? No, nah, it wasn't that bad. It? I mean, 
the fact that you could just eat the food your while you were picking it was, was, was pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed everything I was picking, so it was just, you know, yeah. pick a few, one for me, pick a few, one for me. Uh, I don't know. They were pretty good there. I, I was um, friends with the the family son, so I hung out with him, so I would work, and then I would just hang out with him, and we would just do a bunch of stupid shit on the farm. He had, like, an old beat-up car that we'd go jump over hills and shit and we'd <laughs> awesome. shoot shotguns at crows and shit and all kinds of That's stupid awesome. farm shit so i did that for about three summers in a row nice it's not a bad gig no, no, no it's it cool. good like, oh, i'm hungry this it's apple fun, is right? fresh and delicious <laughs> like pick yep. that's how they get you to work through lunch <laughs> <laughs> no lunch i mean it worked for me yeah <laughs> i saw you eat three apples <laughs> it's coming out of your paycheck you this week. <laughs> it's when you were picking strawberries the the owner would always come over and be like let me see your hands and if they were red mm-hmm. he knows you're picking mm-hmm. them yeah. if they're not you're not picking them you're not picking them fast enough because oh, yeah. like you're gonna get your hands are gonna get stained red from from picking the strawberries yeah, yeah imagine, like how many did you pick in a day it had to be like thousands right well, I mean, it'd be a decent row, and uh, you would get a, a a big stack of those, like, I don't know, those green biodegradable... Oh, the crates? Little things or in? whatever, yeah. yeah. And you would uh, get a stack of those, and you would put them in front of you, you'd pull one out, fill it. When it was filled, put it behind you. They'd come back and pick them up, you know what I mean, when you were done. Yeah. I don't know, I'd probably go through a sleeve of those, probably fill, like, 20, 30 of them. I mean, that's a decent amount of picking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like... like- that's so tedious to be doing. Oh yeah. Oh, I, compared to like is. how I feel now, but you were fourteen, you, so you're like, this is great. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it, it was money. Nobody it was cared. all good, and yeah. they would bring uh, those uh, Zimmerman iced teas. Oh when it yeah. It was real hot out. <laughs> yeah. So good. Dude, we always had those back. You're talking about the ones in the cardboard. Yeah. They had, like yeah. the milk carton ones. Yeah. yeah. Those, those were the, the best. tiny those milk carton ones. Yeah. Those were the best. On the mountain, everybody had those. Yep. Like when I worked at Alpine, it must have been that time though. In school, they were they were big. Back then, what happened to them? I have no idea. They're, They're still around, are they? I think so. I haven't no, seen one in I've a while. I've never seen one. No, I haven't never. seen one in a long time. I feel like I probably still get one at Heckman's. Probably. I feel they still sell it. I I know that they uh like they make their own cider, their own oh, apple yeah. cider. They make it right there, on their farm. They got a little small building. I got to be a part of that at one point and see the whole process. Of it. it was pretty neat. Where Where is it? Uh, right off Six Eleven. Oh, okay. I don't know. Is that? I think that's considered effort still. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard about Heckman as far as I yeah. know where it was. They got a lot of fresh produce there. Super good. It's always fresh. Highly always recommend. What about you? Where'd you, where'd you start out? Well, and what age? I was 14. Uh, my mom would drop me off in Strasburg. And work every corner. <laughs> good area, good area. That's why the way I am now. <laughs> Explains no. a whole lot, Justin. No. Hold on. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um, You've come a long way. <laughs> thanks, guys. No, I worked at Camelback. I was a a whoopa. We would call ourselves a whoopa. It was just a water park attendant. Oh, okay. But. Being 14 years old, I thought it was so badass. We're going to water park, rip slides, test slides, cool stuff. See chicks in bikinis. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Great when you're 14. Yeah. 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 It was so easy. 14 years old, that's like the dream job. All you did is stack tubes, tell people if they're too tall or too short to ride. You always get the assholes that would never take the drooler off, though. 
piss me off. It's You're like, gonna lose that, <laughs> right? I'm just standing here and telling you for my goodwill, though. You know, all right. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, just dive in the pool after the catch basin. <laughs> collect all of it. <laughs> collect all it. of it. Yeah. Do you want to go to the pawn shop? <laughs> at the end of the night, we would go swim pools and pull out like so much quarter. I'd pay for gas like for like twice a week sometimes. That's awesome. From all the change we used to find. It's crazy. We find a lot of gross things too. Oh, I'm sure. But I worked there for a while though. Like like years? Yeah, years. I did the water park for like I think like six summers. Oh wow! So and now you did the the. Then I went into the winter time. For winter. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole time, like from when you were in the water park, we were also working during the winter months doing something else? Yeah, I worked at, well, yeah, I worked my first summer, 14, and then whatever. And then when the following year, 15, I uh, got a park crew job. That's and, awesome. Uh, just, I don't know, kind of fell in my lap. And That's you were already cool. riding by then, right? Barely. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I just like fell in my lap. I'm like, yeah, I could hit it, whatever. Yeah, I didn't well, care back in the day. I got this. I mean, if you're working there and it's free, huh. you're going to learn how to ride. It's exactly. going to come together. And you're, you're going like, to figure it out. What can I do for fun that's free? All you got to do is go straight. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I hit it. You saw yeah. it. <laughs> you saw I got on it. I tapped it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was awesome jobs. Awesome jobs. Just the water park part was yeah. Yeah. I, when I was at Alpine, the uh, the first year I worked there, like I said, I was 14. And then the next year, they changed it so that you had to be 16 in order to work. So I didn't work there for the next winter. Because you had to wait till you were Because 16. I had to wait until I was 16. And then the, the, so one of them, when I was 16, I went back to Alpine. <clears throat> yeah, because that was the same for me. Because my boss at the time was like, when you turn 16, I'm like, next year? He's like, whatever, he's cool, man. I was like, sick. <laughs> so I was like the youngest one doing it. When you worked on the farm, did you get paid, it was on the books, or you got paid cash? or? Yeah, no, it was on the books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got a check every week. Yeah. Was that your, did, did you have a bank account before that? Or did you like open up a bank account with your first job? I had a bank account shared with my mom. So right, like her yeah. name was on it too. Yeah. You know, and whatnot. But no, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was mine. Yeah. I could pull money out of it. I wanted to. I didn't know what money really was then. Yeah, I didn't but even care about money. Then. No, I was just like, "This is cool. Getting yeah. a check, getting money." Back then, like all of the stuff I wanted to do didn't even really cost money. No, <laughs> like, it was just hanging out with friends. You know. Yeah. Having money literally to be like, I got gas money. If somebody could come get me, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like that's all that you needed. It was like five bucks. Because that would be a half a tank back then. Yes, right. <laughs> I guess. I remember gas being a dollar. Actually, 89 cents in Jersey was the lowest I remember seeing it. I remember 89 cents when my mom would fill up. That's before my time, boys. Yeah. You're a little older than me. Yeah. I think Youngin. the cheapest I ever seen it was like maybe 150 or a little under. Oh, yeah. That's still. I mean, it's still decent yeah. compared to nowadays, but. Yeah. You might see that soon. <laughs> cigarettes you know what's funny cigarettes went up with the gas prices too because i remember smoking they go hand when in i was hand. kid yeah you get your cigarettes while you're pumping gas <laughs> yeah <Nope. laughs> why not bring them up at the same time but i remember being able to get uh like some off-brand pack of whatever for like a dollar fifty a dollar sixty and then it was like two dollars i'm like what 
and it was a pain in the ass to try to get cigarettes because you had to like harass somebody to get them for you. You know, like when, when you were hey a kid. Hey man, at the corner, can you buy me a pack of smokes? <laughs> yeah. You got people looking at you like you grungy little fucker. <laughs> Where are your parents? <laughs> like, don't worry about that. You right? shouldn't be smoking those. Take a pack of Parliament, thanks. <laughs> Mind your business. But yeah, after after I worked at Alpine, I had I worked at a bunch of different places. I got a job at um, Odd Lots. Oh, really? Two and I worked there. Yeah, Kenny and Paul were the uh, father and son owners of it. That place was kind of cool to work or whatever. But um, the one day my friend came in and was like, "Yo, we gotta we gotta go chill." I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta work though." And he was like, "Quit your job. I'll get you a job at J.C. Penney's at the mall." <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, that's you don't have any pull like that. And he was like, "No, I'm telling you." He was like, "I can get you a job." I was like, "All right, fine, but if you don't get me a job, you're gonna pay me every week." And he was like, "Fine." So I just quit my job to literally just go hang out with my friends, and then the next day went to J.C. Penney's with my buddy Josh, and then he took me into his manager's office and was like, "This is Keith. He needs a job." And they were like, "Okay." <laughs> and that was it. So he had that pull. <laughs> that was, he really uh, did. Uh, that was it. Well, they were just desperate. The old Nobody wants Penny. to work retail. No. But that's where uh, that's where I met my wife. Working there. Good old pennies. Not yeah. Sears. Pennies. Pennies. I hated working retail, dude. Me too. I'm Especially, sure everybody working so retail hates working retail. I'm so nice to like anybody in like service type things like a waitress or even cashiers i feel their pain oh yeah i'm like people are such losers man. <laughs> serious there'd, there'd be people coming to pennies and be like uh i wasn't very good like i wasn't the kid that you wanted to put as like a, a face-to-face representative of your store for sure not at that time <laughs> in my life because people would come and be like well the sign said this and i was like it was on the wrong goddamn rack do you see how it's not the same as everything else on the rack you got it off of? Like, this is not rocket science. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that would get me in some trouble <laughs> at the store. But I just couldn't deal with people. I'm like, God, you're so ignorant. Yeah. I worked at the Gap for two weeks. I needed a job in between <laughs> summer and winter. Um, like, pushed me out. Went to the crossings, applied to the Gap. Worked black. Friday. Oh, oh God. God. In like a week's time. training. And eventually, like, that holiday went through, and they were like, one day a week. And I was like, I think they still owe me a check. <laughs> Probably like for four bucks. <laughs> I'd take it, though. I just stopped showing. I was like, I can't do this hell anymore. And there was this one nasty lady who was always out to get me every day. I'd be folding clothes, you know, doing whatever. What are you doing? And I'm like, my job. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Go back to your office, Karen. <laughs> Go did, guard the bridge. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever work uh, retail? No. No. Never worked retail. You you gotta you go do it for two weeks now, dude. You gotta no, do you it. Should. It's, Everybody should it's experience, good life experience it. Absolutely not. I think I got enough likes. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. man, you'll really, really be thankful for what you do now. I'm sure. Uh, retail is I've worst. heard so many horror stories from people now. Yeah. Well, nope. it's because like people come, people go mm. shopping. And this isn't everybody. This is actually probably a small amount of people that are just assholes. But um, they come in and they're talking to you as if you are like th- you're the store. And I'm like, 
I'm a teenager. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just fold clothes I, I work and restock. here after school and on the weekends. I'm not pennies himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this like this? Why don't you have this anymore? I'm like, Pff. I don't know. Have you checked the internet? Like, <laughs> shop somewhere else, please. For the love of God, don't come in here anymore. <laughs> like, horrible yeah. experience. But because of retail, I ended up going into like uh, uh, construction type jobs after that, where you're just hanging out with dudes all day who are just making jokes all day long and just shitting on each other, telling each other how weak we are <laughs> and, uh, you know, just goosing each other all day long. And that environment I loved because <laughs> it was chill. Like, you know, you could smoke cigarettes freely, you know, you're at a different spot at least every week, you know, or every couple of weeks you'd be at a different spot. I started doing uh, sheetrock. Uh, I was a finisher, <clears throat> just spackling and taping sheetrock. That job kind of blows, but it's a good job until it's you not get this. pennies. <laughs> it's not pennies, yeah. Not retail. No, it was a good job, uh, except for days when we had to sand everything. Mm. Sanding spackle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sucks, because then you go home and your nose is like spackled shut. Your eyelids are spackled shut. And you're like, I just need a shower now, please. <laughs> I can't peel my eyes open immediately. Yeah. What else you been doing after farm life? Well, I went into construction then uh, while I was in high school. I went to Votech for carpentry because I hated school. So I figured I'll do a labor of some sort. And I got into uh, the carpentry program at MCTI. And then I, for my... Uh, senior project in high school I couldn't write or do any of that stuff so I did community service hours or whatever and wrote a paper on it and I worked with Habitat for Humanity helping them do a build a house and the construction company they hired to kind of oversee the construction of it uh, they liked how I worked that day so they offered me a job that's awesome that's it was cool. more money than I was making at the farm so I was like cool yep. it's full time so I did that uh, while I was in high school because um, I could leave school. Instead of going to Votech, I would go work, uh, which was cool. And then when I got done with high school, I still worked with them. Uh, just framing houses, literally everything to do with framing from basement up. Um, and then the housing market crashed. So <laughs> no, more, no more framing houses. <laughs> yep. They laid me off. Uh well, they didn't really lay me off. I just I saw it coming, so I looked for something else, and uh, I ended up going into interior um, cabinetry work. Mm-hmm. So I worked for a local company that uh, did cabinets and countertops, custom. So I did. Uh, I got into some pretty nice houses. I mean, for the area that we live in, it was kind of surprising to find like six million dollar houses oh, yeah, that i was walking into and i was like they're wow. around oh yeah they're hidden they're tucked off the beaten path but they for are sure, around they're definitely here i mean the the guys are awesome the one guy uh he owned um liquid fence the patent to it he has a house in effort and we got to go into his house he wanted uh cherry cabinets on his kitchen cabinets he was building this entire house. I got to see, uh, he put a 
an antlered chandelier in his living room. Epic. And at the time, don't know if it's still a thing, but it was the world's largest. That's such a boss move. Antlered chandelier. It came in on a flatbed, like, truck, like, like a full 53-footer flatbed truck in this giant box. So he had like one of those like cathedral ceiling areas. Oh yeah, it was massive. He That's was a, awesome. he was a he's a tall dude, so his ceilings were like 12 foot high. <laughs> and uh yeah, his entire house was super super nice. We just had had to kept going back because uh while he was still in construction, he was heating his house with the heat from his smoker. So it was high humidity, and it was warping the fucking doors on the kitchen cabinets. So we we had to keep coming in and adjusting them so they would close properly and look shut. Oh, my God. It was terrible. But that was a pretty cool house. There was a couple others I was in. I know cabinetry. I know a couple guys that did cabinetry work. And it was fun. That's it's pretty cool when I you step it. away. There's like some type of like real gratification when you walk away from like a beautiful kitchen set that you just put in, and you're like, "Damn, that looks so good." I think that that's what I enjoyed the most. The the okay, I got a couple sheets of wood just laying here. I put it together and it looks like that, and yeah. then I see the finished product in the the customer's house or whatever, and it's yeah. Awesome. Especially when people are like willing to like you know they have the money and they're willing to do it right and you can do all of those uh, extra details like layers of trim on the cabinetry, you know, and you're like nobody might notice that one eighth inch layer that you put just out of that other piece of trim. But I will. But you know it's there. <laughs> yeah. <And you're> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's that detailed. Uh, there's a good feeling about that. I've done a little bit of that too. Yeah. It was dope. I enjoyed it. Then I went off to college. Just didn't have time for it. Yeah. Stopped working there. You, did you work while you, while you were in college, or you didn't have to? Yeah, I ended up uh, getting a job at um, uh, a hotel that did banquet service. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I worked at the Chateau. Oh, yeah. Camelback. Yeah. 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 I worked there. I did banquet serving for like two years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. It was yeah. fun in the beginning, and that kind of like faded off. I know the banquet staff over at Shawnee always seems I, they always seem like they're having a good time. I don't know if they. Well, are I think or all not. banquet staff. But they like, all seem like they got this like. It's it's fun. It's a click, yeah. and you just roll with it. Yeah, I it. mean it's parties all the time. Yeah. you know what I mean that you're you're, you're always you're working. Party. So, <laughs> and you you get any of the food that comes out of the kitchen, or mm-hmm. well, you're not supposed to, but you know. It's there. I would work yeah. weddings and whatnot, so all the stuff they pass around during hors d'oeuvre hour, you know, mm-hmm. you get to eat oh, all there's that. A, there's an accidental extra plate of prime rib. I see. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Medium rare. What do you know? That's exactly how Perfect I like mine. Perfect time for lunch. <laughs> Perfect time for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Super good. Yep. Did that for yeah those two years. And then just got the the pay wasn't as good. Yeah. Uh, I ended up getting into, uh, my father had gotten a job through Manpower, through the temp service, okay. up at Sanofi, and he was working up there, and he kept telling me, he was like, you should come up, he was like, the money's good, he was like, there's a lot to learn, like, you could really take a lot of knowledge away from, you know, working up there as a temp, and then try to get into the company, whatever, blah, 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 so I went up there. I was like 18. Actually, I I was working at the Wyoming Valley Mall before that uh, 
managing a maintenance crew. There is a custodial crew, a cleaning crew, whatever. I did all the maintenance, but um, <laughs> which was a lot. That place was falling apart. But uh, but I left that to go to Sanafi, and uh, I worked in slurry and egg waste up there. That stunk. It was like 100 degrees every day. Like, you walk in at 6 o'clock in the morning, and it's 10 degrees outside. You get changed into your your uniform, and then open the door to your department, and you're hit with, like, the most god-awful smell, <laughs> and 100 degrees at that. <laughs> like, oh. it permeates your nose hairs. Yeah, like, it's it's gnarly. <sighs> sometimes Dude, well, you, you worked s- up there. Yeah. You know. You could smell <laughs> oh. it sometimes at Mount Airy. Yeah. If oh. the wind's right. But you'd get in the parking lot, probably it was like six o'clock, like the worst part time of it in the morning. Mm-hmm. You just like roll in, swipe your badge to get in. You're like, "Good work. morning, Vietnam!" <laughs> like, oh god. It felt like war sometimes <laughs> walking in horrible. there. Horrible. And it's crazy because I'd go in and I'm sweating, dying, like almost heat stroke level hot, <laughs> you know. And then no matter where you go to, like. If you didn't, if you worked there and you didn't know that I worked in the department that I worked in, but I walked past you, your nose would tell you the whole story. Oh, <laughs> like, I know where you're oh, at. Oh, I know where you're at. It's horrible. Because we would just walk, we stink yeah. all day. I'd go home stinking. It was the worst. And then I, and then I, uh, I got out of that. <laughs> and I worked a bunch how long, of places How long there. did you work there? I worked on and off at Sanafi for like five years. So never full time, just temp. never company, always temp. And well, I was I was temping uh, a little less than half the time I was there. And then I was working. It was a uh, a contract company that I was working for that had you know positions available up there. So I did. I was a dock coordinator. I was HSE like picking up medical waste and stuff like that with the rack truck. I did deliveries, like delivering tanks to buildings and samples to the labs and stuff like that. The best job, though, that I had there was uh, driving the shuttle bus, which is just this little bus because the the campus is massive. And so there's this, there's, they have the regular, uh, was that MTCA? Is that what that is? The bus service? Oh, I don't know. Not sure. Like the regular Pocono bus service but they, those guys go in there around five o'clock when the majority of people leave but other than that i'd be in there with my little shuttle bus <laughs> and just picking people up all day that job was awesome paid like 14 dollars an hour and all i did was drive in circles all day long made friends with everybody from janitors to scientists and everybody would always be like, oh, here, I got you a coffee. they get on the bus. I'm like, thanks. I'd have to, like, move five other coffees out of the way <laughs> to find a spot to put it. Oh, oh here's a plate of food. <laughs> like That's awesome. Yeah, constantly. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was cool because I moved around there a lot. And I really like, you know, I think everybody gets sick of something after a while. After you do it for so long, you're like, I'm over this. <laughs> What's next? On to the next thing. Yeah. But I got to move around there for a while, so that was cool. It's definitely good to move around, change the pace. How'd you end up there? Uh, you worked in packaging, right? Yeah, but I let's see how. So I left, came back from tour, did a job of snowmaking for a winter, and then 
summertime, summertime, summertime. I don't even remember, but <laughs> I worked at no. Like I, one day I woke up and I was just right at snow. <laughs> I was there. So I did snowmaking in that summer. I was looking for jobs doing interviews left and right. I actually worked at Toby Army Depot for like mm. two months. 18 bucks an hour. It was awesome. It was a really cool job. But then got canned on that because I was like third contracted in. So they got rid of all the third contractors. I was like, all right. And then I got a job at Sanofi. I worked at the inoculation department. Oh, yeah. But I got lucky. And I got to just unload trucks of eggs. So I was, because don't ever go there. <laughs> I can't even explain it. But, um, yeah, so we did that. And then was getting married and I needed another job. So I went to packaging. I worked at Sanofi, I think, for like four seasons, five seasons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You were temping or you were at? No, I was temping. Yeah. Yeah. The hard part is that they, you're guaranteed you're going to get laid off. Yeah. So you have, a, at the bare minimum, a month for sure yep. that you're not going to work. And there's no vacation time or nothing. Nope. So it's like, they tell you when that day is going to be, and you need to, it like, might have be tomorrow. Things, yeah. Figure something else you out need to get for something. that month. Yeah, it's hard. Hmm. They never give you, you know? a notice. They would Maybe. just work you, and then they're like, oh, oh, next week, it's the end. It's the last day. Wow. Or, like, something will happen, and be like, oh, it's this Friday. Sorry. That's messed up for people to do that. Yeah. That's why the turnover there is so bad. Well, yeah. People come in and out because it's it's not stable. People want something stable. Packaging wasn't bad, though. That was, like, a good, consistent schedule. Yeah. But you can only do it so much. Yeah. And then we were at downtime, so I just started sending my resume everywhere. <laughs> the best position I ever had at that place was in – it was called equipment prep. And when I had gone – so I had left there for a while, and I was on my coming back thing. Not, I always looked at Sanavi as like a place where if I was ever in a pinch and I needed a job, I know I could just go to Manpower because I just kept like putting notches on my belt every time I was there. Like I wasn't doing run-of-the-mill stuff, you know. Like when I was there, like if you work in a knock, that's and you tell Manpower like, oh yeah, I've worked in a knock. They're like, okay, good. Yeah, you're starting on Monday. Because they want somebody that doesn't need training. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. they're always having to train people, you know? Yeah. But when I went back there, I told them, I was like, I want equipment prep. A friend had told me to ask for equipment prep. That it was the awesomest gig ever. And I was like, okay. And I told him, I was like, I only want to work in equipment prep. If you can't put me in there, then I'm just, I'm not interested in going back to the campus. And they were like, oh, well, there is a position there. I'm like, perfect. That was the awesomest job. We built, like, your guys' needle racks. Like, that's what equipment prep was. We yep. put the new needles in and all it. that and cleaned it. Yeah, yeah. autoclaved everything. Easiest gig on the planet, <laughs> dude. You just sat there with literally pictures, like diagrams of how to, like, build, uh, like, tubing manifolds and stuff that you know, more important people needed. <laughs> and you just sit there and just do-do-do-do, just talking all day. We had the radio playing. Like, they didn't care. Yeah. And it was just unbelievably chill. Yeah, it was so good. I went through hell and back so in that place. Yeah. Started in hell. But what are you going to do? Now we're all where we are? Well, no, I had one other job before oh. that. Oh, all right. After I uh, went to college and did the banquet service or whatever, like I said, that fell out money-wise and whatnot, I started working at uh, 
car dealership. Ooh, that's right. We're uh, doing like uh, car de- detailing at first. Mm-hmm. I did that while I was in college because it was easy. I could pick up hours anytime. Anytime I had classes, it didn't matter. Um, and then when I got done with school, I uh, what my degree was, which is media communications and technology, uh, they wanted to pick me up as a full-time employee uh, taking photos of all their cars. So So you did all the lots, like the cars on the lots, you did yep. the photos? Yeah, I did new and used uh, for the website. So I managed the website on, you know, when you look at the website, you see like a stock photo that's there. And then I would replace that stock photo with the actual car of all the angles, interior pieces, whatever else. It was pretty cool for a while. And then I quit my entire job, try to move to California. What were you, what was your goal in moving to California? Uh, to get into like video Well, talk about, you went to college. That's what you went to college for, right? Yeah, yeah, I went to college, like I said, media communication and technology. So it's a a broad base of uh, everything that goes on in that field. Uh, So I I worked like switchboards for like, uh, you know, if you work in like a news station or uh, where you have a lot of cameras, switching between cameras and angles and all kinds of stuff and talking to them and I did stuff like that, and then I did. Uh, I took photography classes. I took uh, all all kinds of computer programming classes and whatnot. Like everything that you could need in the entire broad basin of the field, they offered a class for it on the on the major end of things. So I had a generalized idea of everything, but I had no specific idea of what I wanted to do. So it kind of you figured California. That's well, where things are happening. If 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 you really don't know enough about everything in the field, you think that Hollywood, yeah, of course, is is where you need to be. And I'm not saying it's not where some people I'm need sure to be. I'm sure it's really helpful compared to other places. But, but I really wish, like after I went out there, I went out there. Yes, it is expensive compared to here in Pennsylvania, and honestly, on the East Coast. Yeah. It's a huge difference money-wise. Oh, you mean those one-bedroom apartments for $3,000 weren't really well, up, that, up your alley? That's what was super <laughs> terrible. To be able to get an apartment out there, say it was $2,000. Yeah. They wanted you to show that you had three times that in monthly income. Right. Jesus Christ. When I just quit my <laughs> job, packed my car, and moved all the way out there and don't have a job, how the hell am I supposed yeah. to show you that I'm making that amount of money? But I have that money for first month's rent. Yeah. yeah. And and security. Yeah. Don't but worry you, about you it. you want me to show in my bank account that I make this much. I right. would have took the lady of the map of the United States and said, I started here <laughs> and now I'm here. And I drove here. That's my income. Yeah. yeah. That's but yeah, where no, it all I, is. I came back and I was like, I don't want to go back to the same place I was working. I didn't want to go back to the car dealership. I didn't want to go back to anything else. So I uh I started really looking to try I applied to a bunch of like news stations and all kinds of stuff to like work camera or or honestly whatever like anything in the industry that i figured i could work in and i also uh which i'm still on them now 
I'm on a bunch of uh, Facebook pages that could get you um, a, a base way to be able to get into production uh, for the video end is to be a PA, so a production assistant. So you're like the gopher runner mm-hmm. for yeah. literally everything. And I learned this when I came back, but a couple of the pages that I joined on Facebook, I really wish I would have joined when I was out there because there are massive amount of people looking for production assistants yeah. mm-hmm. that pay anywhere between 125 to 250 a day for that's a 12-hour day or shorter. Yeah. But... I mean, it was, but that's it, also your you're making all right money, and it's your foot in the door too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you're gonna somewhere. you're yeah. gonna be able to talk to everybody on set easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I wish I would have known some of the things that I know now when I was out there. But blessing in disguise, it, it worked out for me coming back and everything like that. Um, I did end up going back to the car dealership, but I kind of like made demands. <laughs> I want to make this, and I want to go back to detailing because I knew I could make more that way because they went to a different way of how they made money mm. it, it was like per car that you detailed i've heard this story from yeah. other other people that worked with so you. i was like i know i can make more doing that than doing uh photo and then after a month or two of being back they were like well we really want you in photo so what what kind of deal can we work out so that you you'll take this and we kind of made a deal up and i went back to doing the photo stuff and then uh that's not bad though no, I mean, it wasn't bad. It worked out for me. And then a buddy of mine said, hey, uh, come up to this other place where I'm at now. And I'm making way more money than I was there. So I was like, all right. Dun, quit. Dun, dun. Here we dun, are. Dun. <laughs> That's where we're all at now. Yep. Yeah. Fell but, right into the trap. Well, I had, I had gone. I had, uh, while I was at Sanofi, I uh, got myself a DUI. Don't drink and drive, kids. Uh, I'll second that. <sighs> cost me a whole lot a lot more than my job I'm, I'm not even joking like completely screwed my life up to the point where uh that was in 2014 and i really don't consider myself recovered from that uh entire fiasco you still can't go to canada until well <laughs> i'm not worried <laughs> am i right was in canada we have alaska <laughs> but um but anyway i ended up not being able to work at sanofi because of that and so then I was unemployed for like five months. Got a job at Target for seasonal help. Back to retail. Un- unloading trucks. Okay. No, no, okay. they wouldn't. They would not put me on a register. Really? Oh yeah. Because of? No, no, no. They wouldn't put no. me on a register because of just who I was. <laughs> And I like bring it up, Vagisil. <laughs> your Vagisil. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when I when I had gone up there for an interview, I was like, I haven't worked in five months, and I'm desperate. I just need some income. I don't care that it's like little. It was like nine fifty an hour or something, wow. and I was just like, whatever. But I couldn't drive anywhere because mm. I didn't have a license. So I didn't want to compound my legal issues by driving without a license and then getting pulled over or something and dealing with that whole situation again. Anyway, I worked at Target. Target was awesome. I love Target. I recommend for anybody who's young out there and doesn't need actual money, you should probably work at Target (laughs) because they were chill. They kept a a 100% steady stock of Red Bull free in the break room refrigerator. That's dope. That's pretty sick. Yeah, you could just go in and get some Red Bull. And I'm like, these are my people. They understand me. <laughs> like, they know what I need. Are they sponsored? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Is a Red Bull sponsored Target? 
Well, they were cool there or whatever, and they they were talking to me about uh, going on this, like, manager path or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, but I knew what the managers made there, and I'm like, nah. But I was, like, playing along, you know, so that way I could keep my kind of kosher life situation going on. (laughs) And um, my buddy calls me up. He's like, hey, I just acquired a pool business. And I'm like, how how does that happen? He's like, it doesn't matter, but I file taxes under my name, for this pool business and i'm like oh okay uh why are you telling me that he's like i need you to work for me <laughs> i'm like okay what can you pay me he's like i give you 14 dollars an hour off the books sold i'm like ah, uh, when do you need me to start he's like monday i was like cool <laughs> i called up target i was like hey I'm, i can't come into work and <laughs> the girl answered she was like oh okay i'll let so and so know or whatever and i was like yeah but i mean ever again <laughs> like indefinitely <laughs> yeah. can you mail my paycheck out <laughs> They, they told me I, they said I wasn't allowed to come get it. They had to mail it out, and then I, it got lost in the shuffle, and I ended up cashing. That's a whole. That's a story for another. That last check actually was a whole issue, for me. It froze my uh, my banking ability at Walmart. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, I went and did pools for a while. That job blew, but the money was great. Overtime was awesome because i was getting paid cash so time and a half cash is epic (laughs) and then um then i got a job at shawnee did maintenance there for a while that job sucked um you played a lot of golf tons of golf the only good thing about working there for me personally other people really enjoy their their jobs there but for me i hate it the building is old and there's not enough money to do the repairs that were necessary i got i'm not really i don't really like to rig things up so that they'll (laughs) hold out for a while that's not what i like to do to some duct tape on it yeah let it go the golf was awesome free golf (laughs) if you you can work at a golf resort and get some free golf dude it's the best it's amazing i totally forgot i worked at mount eric for two years (laughs) and jerry valley dude free golf because golf is not cheap they did, did cherry valley for one year and were, then, were you at Cherry Valley when they had that uh, strippers day? No. Oh, okay. He's like, I was on stage. <laughs> I was working that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a really long time ago. It was. I, I just didn't know when you were no, at Cherry Valley. I worked at Cherry Valley when it was nineteen. That was like all over the news for a bit. Yeah, and then before Sanofi, I worked at uh, Mount Airy in the summertime. And then park here in the wintertime. Did you work for the golf at Mount Airy? Yep. Oh, I did okay. all the maintenance on the golf course. Golf crews are always having a good time. Dude, that is the best job you can get. If there was a little bit more pay, mm-hmm. I would do that. And if it was all, like, all year round. What like, is it, just mowing and mowing, shit? Mowing, putting pipes in or whatever, waterways. Moving the goddamn green hole so I don't know that it's changed. <laughs> Cutting holes, doing right. tees, fairways, dude, fairways, mowing fairways is so much fun. Dude, I just put headphones sure, in, yeah. and you're in this, like, monster machine, and you're just, like, mm-hmm. ripping, and you're just making art. Did you guys go out in the morning and do, like, uh, like in the fall time, somebody with a blower on a tractor and just blow all the leaves out? Dude, we just hooked it up to, uh, whatchamacallit, like the John Deere uh, gators. Oh, the gators, yeah, The yeah, gators, yeah. and this huge <laughs> blower you yeah. just would pull. Dude. I want one for the house. <laughs> it so would be awesome. done instantly. You're just it's like, so awesome. and it has a remote control. So all you had to do is like 
when you turn direction, you just spun it around Figure so the it position, blows yeah. out the wrong. You need all day, dude. You're yeah. just driving, cruising along. And if there's nobody there, you just rip. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the best part of the job is, like, if you're working and you got golfers coming, you just pull it aside and you just sit there. Yep. Balls rolls up. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, heads up, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, you know, carry on. And then he would go his way and just hang out. It got annoying a little bit, but got breaks all the time but you're chill the thing is a job like that when you leave work you still have the energy to yeah. go and do things <laughs> that you want to do time yeah even when we're up in the morning like i think we started like quarter to six was the earliest we start we're done by 1 30 mm-hmm. and then i'd go play disc golf go fish do whatever till like 10 o'clock and i'm like who cares i'm just gonna go out and drive around and in the sunshine <laughs> like I'll tell you what, though, if you get a job as, like, a, if you work your way up to, like, superintendent, you can make anywhere from, like, eighty grand to $500,000, depending on the course you're at. Yeah. Damn. I mean. I looked into getting my spare license and all that stuff. I was talking to my boss, and he's like, it's just not worth it around in this area. Your spraying license? Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. It's not worth it. But I'm like, where can I go? You're just saying the golf courses around here aren't at, they, that, at no, that level? Everybody has one. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah. The usually, it's the, usually it's the superintendent or the assistant intendant. Yeah, usually they, have they pick one or two guys at the absolute yeah. most. And it's all the top-notch people yeah. that are yearly. Yep. And that's how they keep it. But the that job is sense. awesome. I loved it. I enjoyed it. That's dope. I just wish I paid more money or I'd still be there. Yeah. Shawnee, I, I hated my job at Shawnee after a while. But uh, the golf, I, I do miss free free golf. <laughs> but when I decided I was done with it over there, I had ran through four or five managers while I worked there. Really? Yeah, because people were like, no, this is not possible. It was <laughs> a suicide mission for a manager for maintenance. You know what I mean? Because they want all of these things done, but there wasn't the money to back up what you want it it was like make this happen for four thousand dollars cheaper than anybody else on the planet i feel it's for everything right yeah <laughs> you know and that's uh, you know it was it some people folded under that pressure and completely understandably i know i would never ever ever want to that's accept that responsibility <laughs> but i left there and uh went to where we're all at now i just i was on indeed applied to like 30 some odd places and the first one that called me back i was like yes yeah <laughs> yes please thank you uh and they were uh the interview that whole process was actually more than i've ever gone through to get any job yeah, yeah it was a lot yeah but the most pain in the ass like we've all been through like so many jobs the worst part's applying for jobs <sighs> i think yeah. so Cause I'm like, why do I need to put my schooling information, these references that they're never even gonna call? Yeah. Like, why can't you put your last job? Yep. You know, granted, like you left on good terms, you know. Like, yeah, call them. Yeah. This is it. Here I am. Here's my social security number. Boom. But it's just that shit's annoying. Yeah. It used to piss me off so much. Three three personal references. Yeah. Anybody that knows me that I would put their phone number down as a reference would lie to you for me no matter what that's the company that i keep honestly like the names of people and phone numbers that i would put on any application if i called those people and said listen i worked on rockets for nasa (laughs) they'd be like got it 
<laughs> and when that phone call came through, they'd be like, yeah, he's always talking about those rockets. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> those are my buddies. I think somebody <laughs> yeah. went to the moon on yeah. his watch. I, don't, yeah. I couldn't remember. It's been a while. but <laughs> See, I never, uh, a lot of the jobs that I had, all the ones that I said, I. You never had to apply? I got handed them. Oh, you're so like, so oh, like, real nice. You so work wait, wait, first wait. shift, don't you? Wait, hold on, hold on. So he's never worked at retail. <laughs> never had retail. And was handed. handed so job. you never went through the struggles of life. <sighs> Not really, no. Dude, I used to get but, so but, mad. But that's so bad for me, though, because, like, you know, say something doesn't work out with this job or whatever. To go to something else, you guys have a lot to fall back on to be able to look and know how the process goes. You'll feel the pain. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to struggle more than you guys would. Between, like, all the, like, Indeed, Glassdoor. Um, yeah, I never had to LinkedIn. look at any of those. LinkedIn, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, I've learned. Simply hired. My, my biggest thing now is, so I've never gotten, I've never not gotten, gotten hired for a job that actually interviewed me. If, okay. I, if, if, if a job calls me back and I go and speak to somebody, You've I've gotten, it. gotten that I'm job. Because I, I crush interviews because I go in there with, I'm not nervous about whether I get it or not. I'm telling you, I want this job. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. If you don't hire me, that is whatever. But it it would be awesome if you did because I'll do whatever you <laughs> ask me to out. do. Yeah. Like, whatever you ask me to do, any learning that you have, any to further my position here in any way, if you offer it to me, I will take it and apply it. I think that's one of the best questions you know? to say in an interview. I know we're killing a lot of time, but... If you go in an interview, they ask you a bunch of questions, and they're like, well, what questions do you have for us? I think if you ask, like, how far can I go in this company? I think, yeah. bam, they're like, all right, well, this person need, wants to progress in life. I think that's how you win them over. Because when I went to the interview up there, I left, called my wife, and was like, I got the job. And she's like, really? I'm like, I knew it just from their energy, their way they looked mm-hmm. at me and, like, the questions. Because they were like, mm, mm-hmm, well, oh, mm-hmm. so da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I got it. I asked everybody in the interview how they liked working here and how, uh, how <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how do you guys like it here? How long have you been here? And they all went around and told me their stories about working there. And they were like, yeah. And one of the people uh, was like, yeah, we're pretty much like, you know, a dysfunctional family family that gets things done. And I'm like, that's perfect. I was like, I can't wait to work with you guys. So can I be the alcoholic in this family? <laughs> <laughs> so this right here is going to say how you guys have experience with interviewing and all that other stuff. So when I went for the interview for the job, I got uh, handed to me. No, no, it did. <laughs> this is the only one but to apply for. The literal only reason that I got it is because the person who worked there already, they liked him. Uh, so so they gave bats. me a chance. If it wasn't for him and I was just off the street with no reference to get in there, they wouldn't have. My resume was garbage. Yeah. Apparently my interview wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got the job. Nah, I mean, yeah. I got the call, like, after I had the interview, Strictly like, four, first shift. three hours later, eh, didn't start that way. <laughs> <laughs> it wore, It went that way very quickly, though. <laughs> Persuasion yeah. <laughs> helps out. Listen, Mother Trucker, final cat first. I like where we're at. I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm happy it, with it. There's headaches like anywhere else, but it's good time. Steady. Yeah. Yep. It's good. 
I think Morning. on that note, peace, right. love. We're going to end it out. Yeah. Cub Scouts, yeah. stay tuned. Wednesday. Catch you in the next one. Peace.